Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews and my concluding look at Festive Family Funnies, which was my look at cult comedy classics such as Home Alone, Home Alone 2 Lost New York, Jack Frost, and today's movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is a movie I've been waiting to do all month, to be honest. Arguably the best of the, quote, vacation movies, and one of the best comedies for a certain generation. This is Chevy Chase's vehicle with a $27 million budget that pulled in $71.3 million. So here it is, Christmas Vacation, starring Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Juliette Lewis, Johnny Galecki and Randy Quaid, directed by Jeremiah Chichek. I think that's how to pronounce his name. The Griswold... The Griswold... The Griswold... The Griswold family... Christmas turns disastrous when in-laws come for dinner and hilarity ensues. The movie opens up with something you don't see anymore, a cartoon opening, and the shit was everywhere in the 80s. They were introduced to the Griswold family. Clark, played by Chevy Chase of Caddyshack, Fletch, National Plains Vacations, Spadlickers, SNL and Community. Ellen, played by Beverly D'Angelo of Every Which Way But Loose, and National Opinions of Vacations, and High Spirits. Audrey, played by Juliette Lewis, of Cape Fear, Natural Born Killers, From Dust to Dawn, and What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Note, she is the third of five actresses to play the part. And finally, Rusty, played by Johnny Galecki, of Roseanne, Big Bang Theory, Rings, and I noted last summer, a movie I covered this summer. Check my archives if you want to listen to that one. Note, he is the third of six actors to play him. God, as they drive to the middle of nowhere to get the family Christmas tree. All the while singing Christmas songs, something that would literally kill me because Christmas is bloody awful. After some tailgating fun with some yokels uh, goes awry, with the Grisbals stuck in the right wheeler, uh, they steal the quote perfect tree that Clark thinks will be the start of the good old fashioned Christmas family Christmas rather. Hmm. Once uprooting the beautiful tree, Clark drives it home to hack it up with a chainsaw as yuppie neighbours Margot Chester, played by Julia Lewis Dreyfus of Dinosaurs, Seinfeld, Veep and SNL, and her husband Todd Chester, played by Nicholas Guest of multiple cartoons and video games, mock the sheer size of the tree. After hacking up the tree, you just get a bloody fake one, it'll be less fuss and muss, and you can reuse it time and again. Uh, the tree overtakes the entire living room and covers Clark in tree sap, which is hilarious. Kinda. This goes into the next scene with Clark and Ellen in bed, and Clark reading a magazine. The pages stick to him via the sap, and it's here she tells him her parents are coming and she wants to hightail out of town. But Clark has none of it. As he wants this good old fashioned Christmas vacation and note on the cover of the magazine is the director himself. Cut to the family advert calendar showing the 14th of December and one of many shots of doing this. Hmm. Clark at his work and we are introduced to his boss Frank played by Brian Doyle Murray because when you can't afford Bill Murray get his brother. Of Caddyshack, JFK, Wayne's World, a movie I covered this summer, check my archives, SNL and Spongebob Squarepants. Who never remembers Clark's name? 
and is surrounded by dozens of yes-men. On to Clark trying to buy his wife underwear for Christmas, while hitting on his sales cark with boobs pretty much hanging out of her top. I gotta love the bloody sexist 80s here. This scene is just painful to watch. There's only so many cringe-worthy jokes and boob jokes that I can take, cut this down and move the bloody hell on. We get it already, she's attractive and has huge pair of tits. Do we have to spend a full five minutes on this? No. That afternoon, the parents arrive, both sets, Clark Sr, played by the late John Randolph of You've Got Mail, his mother, Nora, played by Diana Ladd of Tina Town and Wild at Heart, Ellen's mother, Frances, played by the late Doris Roberts of A Buddy Loves Raymond, Elaine in the Attic, and Ramonting Steel, and her dad, Art, played by the late E.G. Marshall of Nixon, Swimman 2, a movie uncovering next summer, Tommy Knockers, and Absolute Power. So after some bickering about who gets the garage, and they talk about their ailments and all the things that's wrong with them, Clark settles them all down. As outside, Clark gets Rusty to untangle every single Christmas light ever sold in America in the 80s, as he starts to decorate the house from the outside. With Clark outside, uh, dancing with death, by nail gunning said Christmas lights to the roof in the kitchen, Ellen has to deal with Audrey bitching and moaning but have to share her room with Rusty. As outside, Clark of course falls off the roof, because what idiot climbs a ladder with no one holding it to steady it? Or watch you fall to your death by breaking your bloody neck. And he knocks a frozen icicle from his gutters, which flies next door through the window and destroys a yuppie CD changer. That night, as the family freezer asses off, as Clark shows off his 25,000 lights he has nailed to the bloody house, and surprise, surprise, it bloody doesn't work. Ellen's parents snipe at it, uh, which was a time and on money, and then drunkly head back inside. As the family sleep that night, all snug in the little biddies, do Clark stay up to check each and every single little light bulb. Uh, the next morning, uh, Clark hides the family gifts in the attic. Ellen's mother locks him in there and slaps up slapstick in shoes uh, as Clark steps on four boards that smack him in the face several times because that's funny right? Slapstick, yay! Mm. With the family off to do a spot of Christmas shopping and have a spot of lunch, Clark is trapped in the attic uh, during which he finds old family movies and sits down and watches them and gets a tearful reminder of all the days gone by and the great family Christmas vacations he had in his house and all his malarkey. That night, Clark checks the fire hazard that is the Christmas lights, which of course do not work, until Clark's mother turns on the lights at the main switch. It's so bright it almost blinds the yuppie neighbours. The lights use up so much electricity that the main grid almost goes down, so they have to kick in the nuclear power auxiliary plant, and note that is spilt wrong. Clark's mother turns the main plug back off, as the only person to see the lights apart from the neighbours and NASA, is Ellen, who goes into the garage to turn on the lights socket one more time. This gives the power to all 25,000 lights. Hello, fire hazard. He has multiple plugs plugged into one socket. Really, mate? For Jesus, Jinkies. Ellen turns the lights back off, so Clark goes berserk and smashes up his plastic Santa and reindeer lawn ornaments. And note, Chevy Chase broke his finger, punching the Santa so I had to kick it and use the other reindeers to, to destroy the decorations. Then it was fixed offset afterwards, shortly after cutting. Hmm. Ellen switches it back on and 
like satellites you could probably see from Mars. And is this thing even bloody legal? Hello, light pollution? Hmm? So Clark's dream family Christmas goes into nightmare territory as cousin Eddie, played by Randy Quaid of Independence Day, Kingpin, National Lampoon's Vacations, and not another team movie, and his wife Catherine, played by Miriam Flynn of Babe, National Lampoon's Vacations, Tasmania, and his kids Rocky, played by Cody Berger, Ruby Sue, played by Ellen Latson, and Rottweiler Snot all show up. They quickly take over a house much to Clark's annoyance. And spot to the Wally World glasses, Clark and Eddie drink their eggnog out of uh, as a nice touch to the earlier movies. Back to the advent calendar, and it's now the 18th of December. Clark gives his boss the same gift everyone else did. Again, this boss doesn't get his bloody name right. On to sledding, as Clark polishes the bottom of a metal saucer sleigh, which he polishes with some sort of a lube that is 500 times greasier than oil. He shoots down the hill at lightning speed and crushes into a Walmart. Back to Advent Calendar, and it's now the 21st of December. Clark, dreaming of what he will buy with his Christmas bonus, i.e. an outdoor pool, he worries he isn't getting it as his bonus hasn't arrived yet. Hmm. That night, standing in the kitchen window, Clark dreams about the pool, then fantasizes about the store Clark from the underwear store as she peels off her one-piece bikini. And what a bloody pervert. Clark gets snapped out of it by Ruby Sue, and she asks him if he is indeed Santa Claus, which Clark says no, and not to worry, Santa will come to give them presents, but only if she's been a good girl all year round. She tells him this Santa Lark is bullshit, and she got Jack for Christmas last year, but Clark assures her he is coming, and sends her off to bed. The next morning at breakfast, and it's a madhouse, as the parents aren't getting along, and Eddie's kids are just running wild, as outside... Eddie empties his chemical toilet into the sewers, no doubt killing Pennywise and Ninja Turtles while doing so. Clark takes Eddie shopping, and it's here he tells him he's bankrupt and is living in the RV. Clark offers to pay for Eddie's Christmas for the kids. Back to Advent Calendar, and it's Christmas Eve. The rest of the Grismal family arrive. Lewis, played by the late William Hickey of Puppet Master, tells them the dark side of the movie, and A Night Before Christmas, a movie I covered last year. Check my archives, I went to listen to that one. His wife, Bethany, played by the late Mae Questo, the voice of Betty Boob. The joke is, she's deaf and senile, and he's cheap and bald, because that's funny, right? At the family Christmas dinner Clark's been dreaming of, Clark gets Bethany to say grace, however she mishears him and says a pledge of allegiance. Funny right, because she's old, and she's senile, and that's funny because... Clark carves into the well-overcooked turkey, Catherine cooked, and it's so very dry it explodes! Yet he still feeds the family with it. Mm. Aunt Bethany's cat chews the Christmas lights on the tree, and all chickens himself, and this is why I hate cats, because you can have nothing nice, it will destroy bloody everything. Little shits. Uncle Lewis lights a cigar next to the tree and it goes up in flames as Eddie's dog drank the water earlier. A delivery man delivers Clark his Christmas bonus, but all it is is jelly of the month for the entire year. This pushes Clark over the edge and he plans to kidnap his boss. And note, the rant at which Clark goes off on to describe his boss was ad-loved by Chevy Chase. As Eddie goes to kidnap Clark's boss, Clark cuts down his neighbour's tree with his chainsaw, ruining their yuppie hipster Christmas Eve dinner. Too bad, the tree has a squirrel on it, and this causes the dog to chase it around the house, 
trashing the place even more. The family has had enough and want to leave, but Clark doesn't allow them. He wants them to have a hap hap happy Christmas, no matter bloody well what. Ellen tries to reason with Clark, but he's finally snapped and has another rant. Meanwhile, Eddie has kidnapped the boss. So, after Clark has had another one of his rants, he sits the family down to read The Night Before Christmas. Eddie shuts up the boss as soon as he's untied, he fires Clark on the spot. Clark shows out the boss and a Christmas miracle. The boss hands over the bonuses. Yeah, because that's reality. Hmm, if this guy was such a penny-pinching, money-hungry twat, why would he suddenly just bend because he's been kidnapped? Moving on. The cops show up in mere minutes after the boss's wife calls them, smashes through the house and arrests them all. Note, Beverly D'Angelo grabs Chevy Chase's balls after the cops smash through the windows and this was not in the script and indeed was done on a fly by her. The boss drops all charges and his wife chews him out for being such a cheapskate after she finds out he cancelled the Christmas bonuses. The whole household go outside to see the shooting star. Clark gives some bullshit speech about how Christmas isn't about gifts, money or food but it is all about family. Uncle Lewis lights a cigar over the overfilled sewer. It explodes, sending the cheap plastic Santa decorations flying into the sky. They all sing the Pledge of Allegiance yet again, go inside to have a quick dance as Clark and Ellen kiss on the lawn as credits roll. So that was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Not as funny as I remember it being, but this is a classic and a must-watch at Christmas. I'm going to give this a, a nostalgic 7 out of 10. It's coming next week for my roundup of the year. And this is my lineup for next year. January is John Compton movies such as The Fog, They Live, Christine and... Prince of Darkness. February is Final Destination. March is musicals such as Rocky Horror Picture Show, Hairspray and Little Shop of Horrors. April is adult animation such as South Park and Beavis and Butthead. May is Mayday superhero movies such as Supergirl and Catwoman. June is Iron Man. July is Captain America. August and September is Superman. October is House Halloween. My look at the House franchise. November is Never Say Never November, which will be movies that the actor said they would never return to such as Sean Connery in Never Say Never Again. And December is Festive Fear 2. So forget to leave a like, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Email me move suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my franchise podcast of Star Wars, Mad Max, Gremlins, Gillies and more. Also check out my solo podcast of Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Batman Returns, Black Christmas and a many, many more. And a bye. Now I'm off to dick my holes. Oh